0: blue wire
1: all right hi everyone everyone's streaming coming in uh see see some ladies you also see a man we were just saying this is this is big for us <laughs> we're a uh, real he's life not, man here tonight he's not guy. a dale um <laughs> <laughs> so guys we're gonna get started here in a minute um going to kick off with a guest and then we will get into some other things as well. So uh, welcome everyone to That's What B Said. This is episode number 33. Uh, I am your host at Bree Ra- whoa, at Breezy Glee. Um, and I am joined by my fellow co-hosts. I've got Brittany Mollis at Bird's Eye View. Hi, Brittany. Hello, everyone. And Meredith Kane at MK on Sports. Hello, Meredith. Hello, hello. And we have a special guest tonight. Mr. Jarvis Tank Courtney, Uh, you guys might know him on Twitter at Frank underscore the underscore Tank underscore fifty two. You got a lot of underscores there,
2: Mr. Jarvis. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you.
1: How are you doing tonight?
2: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just got done training.
1: Yeah, we're gonna talk about that.
2: Opportunity.
1: Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. You you know it. We are so excited to have you on this show. As you know, yes. we have a ton of NFL scouts that watch us. Um, <laughs> we might, actually. We, we, we might. don't know. The, we might. Who's
3: to say that we don't, right? Yes. Very important people tune into this podcast. Yeah. Yes.
1: You never know. Um, but we want to – so would you like us to call you Tank or Jarvis? What do you prefer? It,
2: it don't mean that. It's up to y'all.
1: All right. Well I'm gonna call you I like Tank. I really do like Tank.
2: I like Jarvis.
1: You like Jarvis? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Well. I
3: like them I like them both. Would it be intimidating? <laughs> would but would it be intimidating to play with like Jarvis Landry, you know he's you know one of the best wide receivers in the game and you guys have the same name?
2: Man, that's crazy. I used to say that when I was a little kid.
3: How well, old
1: are you? Yeah, seriously, we to... now I feel like I'm I... like
2: eighty years old. <laughs> no, I just turned I just turned twenty six.
1: Okay. 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 Makes me feel a little bit better. I thought you were going to be like, I'm only 20. I was like, oh <laughs> boy. No.
2: He's
3: oh, like,
1: he's like, he's like, ladies,
3: I'm 15 and a half. I get my driver's license next month.
1: All right. So, just to give some people a little bit of background about you, uh, Jarvis, you have really been coming onto the Twitter scene as of recently. Um, you're an offensive lineman. You're vying for a chance, a shot at the NFL. Um, you see the hashtag that you always put out there hashtag one chance. Um, I love a good underdog story. I'm always rooting for, you know, someone to make a team, to see their dreams come to life. Um, we want we can't wait to highlight you, talk to you tonight. We want people that are following along watching live with us. If you guys have questions for Jarvis, please um comment. We will hopefully get to most of them. We have a lot of our own questions here, but you guys have seen him out there. Um, he doesn't have a fancy agent. He really is getting his own self on social media, posting videos of him training. Um, he's really just hoping for a chance, one shot, to uh, hopefully try out for an NFL team. Uh, so Jarvis, for people that aren't as familiar with your story as we are, can you give us a little bit of background um, and your journey trying to make it into the NFL? How has it been thus far? Okay,
2: well, it's it it it's been kind of tough. Um, graduating high school, I wanted to go on college to play college football, but I didn't Get the opportunity. I stay home just to help our family and my mother and stuff like that. And then when I had t- turned uh 23, I had finally went into college. It was a junior college. I was hoping that I went there to play football, but the head coach was telling me how um that I was too old and you know they wasn't going to allow me to play and that I should just you know stick to my education and everything, stick to the books. Of which I was going to do that anyway, but he just like basically like shot my dream down. I was like. Was here to tell me that you know what I'm saying I'm too old and that I can't, you know, what I'm saying I can't play the game, you know what I'm saying? So that was that I finished. I did a semester there, I went to Lewisburg College out in North Carolina, and I um did a semester there, started making highlights of me working out and stuff like that. And then I had seen that the West Virginia Rock Riders had a trial, I went there, I tried out made the team I played uh eight games with them and then a higher league had picked me up out when actually the Skyhawks I played a full season there um got second team offensive lineman and then I had got picked up by a higher league in the CIF played for uh Salina liberty out in Kansas and I was out there I dominated camp I was out there for two weeks I dominated camp and everything just getting ready for the getting ready for the season and then that's when like the coronavirus and everything just took place and it just, like, basically shut everything down. So now I'm back here in my hometown just training again, just hoping for opportunity.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the whole COVID thing hitting, obviously, in March when it did. you th- You forget about the impact not only that that has on professional sports, but for someone like yourself who is mm-hmm. playing in a different league, who is using that as an opportunity to hopefully be seen – by the NFL or a scout or a team, you know, you kind of lose that opportunity that would have been there had this not have happened. So I I feel for you um, when when I read about that part of your story. And uh, I'm really impressed with the fact that you continue to advocate for yourself and and honestly, social media is a powerful thing. So it's been really fun to follow your story thus far. That's okay. Quick question before we get into all the series: Why are the Browns?
2: They look like I see them as like the underdog. Everybody, yes, you know, yeah. what
0: they, like,
3: Everybody
2: always talk bad about them. Oh, they only gonna win <laughs> one game this year. Or they only gonna <laughs> win like five games this year. I'm like, dang, like, why do you them like that? Like, it's crazy. Like, I don't know. And I'm an underdog myself, so like, okay, I feel like I fit perfect with them. But I, I can bring. A lot more to the table. Like I'm self-motivated. I'm determined. I'm gonna win every one-on-one battle. I'm not taking no L. I don't strap my helmet up to lose. I just, you know what I'm saying. I don't wanna you- win. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Who, who,
3: who did you grow up cheering for? Like, who was your favorite? What was your favorite NFL team?
2: Seattle.
1: That's okay. Hey, as long as you didn't say the Steelers, we're we're good here. I again. know.
2: Yeah. It started with I was the like, and I'm Hang like, on a minute. There's yeah. a slight pause. But uh, my favorite football player is Ray Lewis. And yeah, another reason why I started playing football because of him. That's why if y'all look at some of my pictures, I either got 52 or 51.
0: Okay, first of all, and I hope this is okay to talk about, I believe it is. um, You were homeless for a few years, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. How did you overcome that time in your life? What has been your motivation through those really tough days to keep
2: going? Um, Well, losing to my, losing my grandmother to cancer in 2016. And then like me, like I promised her that I was going to make it to the end. So I still remember to this day. It it almost like it was like yesterday when I was talking to her. I thought I was going to make it like she, like she couldn't talk or anything like that. But like, she like, like, basically like squeezed my hand. So then I knew like she heard what I was saying. And so like times like that, when I was homeless and stuff like that, I was like, I can't give up. I can't break this promise. You know what I'm saying? Cause I am saying i do not want to let her down, myself down, family. It's like I got a lot of reasons why, you know, I gotta make it, and that's what made me like push so hard when I was homeless. I, I wasn't stopping.
1: Oh, you're gonna make me cry, Jarvis.
2: <laughs> I'm very <No>. emotional.
0: Gosh, <laughs> I shouldn't have asked that question. Now I'm gonna cry. <laughs>
1: I know, but I mean, again, just like what an inc- like this I is know. 100% why we're rooting for you. Like you yes. belong in Cleveland, and you know we could use a little bit of help on the offensive line in Cleveland. Um, everybody knows that,
2: <laughs> right? Well,
1: <laughs> well, and especially now. And I hate to like, and I don't want to be like Debbie Downer with this,
3: but you know, COVID is like it's a real worry. And if you have like an entire position group that comes down with something, you need depth. Mm-hmm and yeah, offensive sure. line you know we need depth on the offensive line for sure so yeah. we could use your talents in Cleveland come on up yes I'm ready we're inviting you
0: don't worry we know people <laughs> what has what has the journey been you're doing this whole self-promotion thing and you're trying to you know just you're really betting on yourself here which I really admire and respect a ton what has this journey been like just doing it on your own
2: it's been tough. Mm-hmm. I didn't, like, I never thought it would come to this, this situation right here, but I just see that, you know what I'm saying? So, like, a lot of people pulling for me. I got a lot of fans on Twitter. It's a mm-hmm. lot of people pulling for me. Um, It's, like, basically marketing myself, just hoping that somebody come across me or, you know, the right agent come across me, somebody just, you know what I'm saying, just so I can get the opportunity. Because if I get in there, it's, like, so.
3: Have you had any opportunity to connect with uh, any NFL players like current or former and been able to work out with them?
2: Uh, I had a podcast with Peyton Hillis the other week. Mm. And very, then, very nice. And then uh, Eric Metcalf had Ooh. mentioned me in a tweet. Oh, and, that's exciting. Uh, Eric Webble for okay. the the, uh, the Rams. Mm-hmm. Okay. He had reached out to me and that was about it. He was telling me how, you know, what I'm saying he was like he was gonna be following my journey. And he was like, "Keep it up, big dog. Make it happen." I was like, "Yes,
0: sir." Yay! Yeah,
3: yes. That was kind of my thought, especially you know when things were locked down. We you would still see people like Baker or Odell out with their friends working out. So they're not necessarily with other Browns, but they're with the people that they know. So that's why I'm like thinking that 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 should be what you do. Go go and make some friends in the NFL, and then go work out with them.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. <laughs> Do you plan on track on crashing any training camps? Well, hopefully, training camps start soon. Yeah, you can blink twice. You, you said- don't have to. You don't have to admit that if you don't <laughs> want to. You, <laughs> said, you,
2: said, you said crashing them like
1: yeah. It's going. Yeah, show up. show up. We'll go with was, you. We will I was, go with you.
2: I, I honestly was really thinking about Cleveland, like just to like so they can see me in person because like it's a difference if you're across <laughs> the phone, but if yeah. you see me in person, you're gonna be like. Okay, like, I see what this man got because he's big as heck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the average offensive lineman. I'm, I'm, I'm fast. It's just, I'm, I'm different. Just feel like that. I'm different.
3: Well, seventy six oh, yeah. Lou Groza Boulevard, Berea, Ohio. There you
1: go. <laughs> well, I mean, Jarvis, have you? You had to have heard the story. It, it was was it just a year ago with Damian Sheehy Giuseppe who? Oh uh, yeah. Sure. Yes,
2: yeah. yeah.
1: So he essentially slept in a parking lot to uh, run into um, one of the Browns' um, front office people and and got the in, and got the invite. Showed up was sleeping in cars. I mean, we'll help you. We'll we'll show up with you. Yeah, let's do this we got you Jarvis
0: all right so your your football experience that includes professional indoor leagues um Mm -hmm. correct okay um and then COVID hit which pretty much shut down everything so how did that change your mindset and training and getting your name out there
2: I just feel like everything kind of kind of stayed the same Mm -hmm. but just like I wasn't playing any games, so I wouldn't have no film of, you know what I'm saying, playing against anybody, but like training-wise and everything like that, I feel like everything just stays the same.
1: Hey, I got a couple of questions coming through on Periscope. I want to get to a couple of them because we've got got a few filtering in, Meredith, before we get to your questions. this one is from our good friend Jen Cisco. <laughs> this is funny. If you could choose Shut any team up. to play for, who would it be, and why? The Browns. <laughs> Serious
2: <laughs> question. You answered that, but so that was just funny because she was choosing for you. She just answered it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got one here from them
2: because they're the underdog. Yeah, you said that yeah, we... right. Yes, That's good right. answer.
1: Good reason. <laughs> Um, I've got oh, one, an, another one here sorry one more Meredith and then okay. we'll get to your questions and get to a few more um, let's see here someone actually wants to know your vital stats height weight etc
2: oh, specific I'm 6'6 six, six, and I'm 300 pounds there you go I'm 6'6 six six, and I'm 300
3: pounds wow you've got some height and weight on Miles Garrett over here do you, th- do you think you could block do you think you could block Miles
2: yeah well,
3: no. Oh, that was a yes. quick yes. Yes. I, love it. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes,
3: I love it. I love that confidence. You didn't even hesitate. I no, love it. Not no, not at all. I don't
2: hesitate at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that kind of leads into the question that I had. Since you're an offensive lineman, um, what kind of skills do you bring that are unique to your game? And which team do you feel that can make an immediate impact on you? And why the Browns? <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh well, I'm fast, powerful, strong. I can motivate the whole office line because like i'm self motivated um just dominating the opponent in front of me, just having the whole line dominate the opponent in front of them because like just the type of person I am, I just feel like I bring like different energy to the game and you know what I'm saying like if we down what two touchdowns hopefully we're not down but if we are down you know what I'm saying. I see my teammates down or whatever like you know what I'm saying nobody don't got no faith or whatever just gonna pick everybody else up and be like listen if it's still clock if it's still time on the clock I mean we gotta go we just gotta get it done.
3: What's your training routine like? Uh, and I guess, how has that changed with COVID? Like, do you still have access to a gym? Have you gone like the rocky route where you're in a freezer punching slabs of meat? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically,
2: I'm kind of in, in the rocky route. Uh, we kind of took some stuff on uh, my trainer. He took some stuff outside since we can't be in a gym no more. I train twice a day uh, in the morning. I do speed and agility. And then in the afternoon, I'm doing strength training for three hours each.
3: Wow. Just, so you're pretty much dedicating your, almost your entire day
2: to, yeah. to so when, the out. when the opportunity comes, I'm going to be ready.
1: Yes. Yeah. I love wow. that. Well, kind of leading into that Jarvis, we've got one more question for you and we'll get you out of here. Cause I know you just got finished training, so you're probably hungry need to hydrate. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So, if, <laughs> if a scout or an NFL team were watching this interview or listening to it, cause we'll release this on a podcast. What do you want to say to them?
2: It's simple, it's just, if you want to get that extra yard, I'm I'm the man that, you know what I'm saying, to get it done. You can run the ball behind me as many times as you want, I'm going to get the job done. I just, you know, just need an opportunity. Um, I know I've been overlooked, I didn't go to the big time schools and all that, that stuff, but that really don't define the type of person I am, or it doesn't define the type of player that I am. You know, I just feel like football is football. You gotta strap your helmet up. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta, you gotta get the job done. And I'm just telling them, like y'all listening, y'all get, just give me that opportunity. I'm gonna show y'all something y'all ain't never seen before, for real.
1: I love it. Well, listen, you have a slew of people in Periscope commenting, rooting for you. Everybody loves you, loves your confidence. We so appreciate your time sharing your story. Um, We are going to get your name out there and help you as best that we can. Guys, if you want to follow along his journey on Twitter, be sure that you follow at Frank underscore tank underscore 52 on Twitter. Be sure to retweet his stories, his tweets, his videos, uh, we wish you the best of luck. Keep grinding. We hope to see you out there with your name on the back of a Cleveland Browns uniform. So, best of luck to you, Jarvis. Thank you so thank much you so for coming much. on.
3: Yes, thank, thank you. you for the time. Thank you, Jarvis. Right, thank you. Go
1: eat and get hydrated. Right. Yes,
2: ma'am.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like his mother. I'm now officially his. I'm now officially Jarvis's mom. <laughs>
3: Guys at Top Golf that you went up to, and you're like, okay, well, I was just we were laughing with you.
1: You guys make sure they knew you guys.
0: We weren't laughing at you. We were laughing with you. We just think you're so adorable, and we love you.
3: Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, you know. Once you're a mom, you're always a mom. Okay. (laughs) You're Um, everyone's mom. Yeah, so he was amazing. What an incredible story. Yes, um, yes. Going to obviously continue to root for him and share his story. And I hope that obviously the people that were listening, following along, if you haven't heard of him yet, um, hopefully you'll start following along that. And man, it would be awesome if he became a Cleveland Brown, right? Like what a story that yes. I know. has become a movie.
0: you know? I it's love like- that he's doing this whole like self-promotion thing. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like Agent. people like that, they just, they have no quit in their system. Mm-hmm. And I just think that's so admirable and beautiful. And I really like, I'm praying that something works out and he gets what he, what he dreamed of. Yeah. yeah. Real life and Rudy
1: story, you know, let yeah. me and just so call like-
0: Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski <laughs> <laughs> and tell yeah, us, what I mean, listen guys,
1: we have a guy a, for you. We've got some noteworthy followers around here. I think yeah, that listen sure. to us. Uh, we, can, we, we, can we know that someone up. Yeah. So you never know, right? We connections. Yeah. We know people. I know. But he has a huge support system in, in the B said podcast group. So we'll have to continue talking yes. about him. Keep him on the radar. Yes. All right, Lee. Go Lise. Jarvis. Go Jarvis. Another Jarvis in town. We can't have too many Jarvises, guys. Right.
3: Well, I think that's probably why we should we should call him Tank, just so we don't get him confused with Jarvis Landry, because we love Jarvis Landry also.
1: Yes. Just, yeah.
3: Just nothing but love for anyone named Jarvis at this point.
1: That's right. True. Well, we're going to continue <laughs> talking a little bit about uh, the NFL here. Since we were just talking football, we're going to keep talking football because the big news today, <laughs> if you missed it, you're living under a rock. Uh, Miles Garrett gets a monster deal, um, $125 million, five-year extension. Uh, we, we all had a, a feeling that this was happening. Um, there had been talks about Andrew Barry and team wanting to get this deal done. Maybe they did mm-hmm. it. What do you guys think?
0: My heart, <laughs> Mary. I'll let you go first.
1: <laughs> um, let me compose well, myself. I'm getting <laughs> hot
0: here. Well,
3: <laughs> well, two things. One, uh, this is proof positive that Andrew Berry is a football guy, and number two, it's also proof that he's smart and he knows what he's doing. Because I said this to in our group text earlier. Um, I'm not. I forget when the CBA is up, but. I've heard a lot of talk about the, um, the salary cap changing. Um, once the new CBA gets uh, negotiated, especially this year, there's probably gonna be loss of revenue with um, reduced fans or no fans at all. So obviously salaries are going to change. So Andrew Barry is probably looking at that and saying, okay, well, we've got the money now, so we're gonna pay him now, we're gonna lock him in for the next seven years so we get this deal done before our salary cap changes. Like it was just smart moves all around from a money perspective, from a personnel perspective. I just, I cannot say enough good things about this deal.
0: I just love the fact that he slammed Mason Rudolph in the helmet and then he got paid. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys see the tweet? I think our, I think friend of the show
3: Damon retweeted it. Um, someone calculated that I guess he was charged fifty thousand dollars or fined fifty thousand dollars for the hit, and under the new contract,
1: that meant that he could hit Mason Rudolph two thousand. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yikes. I mean, mean,
0: we don't advocate violence on this podcast. We don't. We make exceptions. Like, this is an (laughs) exception. I will make exceptions for stuff like this. Because, I'm sorry, like, people are attacking me, which, (laughs) what else is new? But this time, it's about um, Miles Garrett. And I assume there's a lot of Steelers fans in these comments. I haven't really, I haven't creeped enough to know. But, you know, they say, you could, because I tweeted something. Along the lines of what I just said. And they're like, you can't say that someone's this without any proof, blah, blah, blah. I'm still an, I'm a firm believer that there was audio that the NFL did not want out there. Like, I, I just, and, you know, someone's like, well, it could be like, either they put it out and they find out that Miles was lying or they put it out and they find out that Mason Rudolph's a racist and nobody wins. So they leave it up to our imaginations. And let me tell you something. When you leave me up to my imagination, <laughs> disaster strikes. Don't do it and expect me not to draw my own conclusions because that's exactly what I'm going to do. And that's what I did. And I make no apologies.
1: Per yeah, you, usual. you bring up the Dales. Um, it, I, I call them the Dales. But essentially, like, as soon as the contract was announced, mm-hmm. multiple Dales got mad. And there's like, oh, there's yeah. so many, we've already talked about how many different ends of the spectrum there are of Dales. Well, uh-huh. today the Steelers Dales are all mad. Which, you know, I think that group's like the king
0: of the Dales. <laughs> like I, I actually, where
1: Dale wrote, zero came from. <laughs> I wrote in the rundown, are all Steelers fan Dales? Like yes. they are, right? Yes. yes. But like, I, think, I think we have to open it up to
3: all Pittsburgh fans because I've never, well, I'll make one exception, but I've never had a good interaction with a, peng- a Penguins fan and I've never had a good interac- interaction with a Pirates fan. So I think it's just the entire city, man. Ooh. Yeah, and
1: so, so what they were saying, the Steeler-Dales were saying today, you know, it was like, the, well, you should still be suspended. <laughs> like, okay, suspend him for the rest of his life, I guess. I don't know. And then on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, We've talked about them before, too. The Boomer Brownsdales mm-hmm. were like, he's not that good. It's like, um, excuse me? He's first but? overall pick. Like, and would you say that to his face, Boomer? Yes. and would like, you? They're also probably the ones that are also saying COVID isn't really real. Like, Miles Garrett doesn't exist. But, oh, by the way, he's ranked number one on, like, every PFF site that exists. He's right. had... More sacks in the games that he played last year than a lot of defensive ends in the NFL. So, like, save me with that. Save me. I with saw that someone say
0: that said, "Oh, how good is Miles Garrett? They went 0 and 16 with him." Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, anything about anything. Okay. My God. Can we also talk about the quarterback that year? No offense, Brittany. Hey, don't bring. <laughs> don't, how dare
0: you bring him into this? My son has done nothing wrong. He does not deserve this. I think we need to talk – you know, we don't need to talk about anything from that season, but if we were going to, it would all be Hugh Jackson.
1: Yeah. I mean, fair. Like Yeah.
0: It- Satan himself, guys. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's how I feel. That's
3: very strong. Yeah, that's. I, I hate when people bring up the 0-16 season because there's just – there's so much going on that year Yeah, that, like – even for those of us who like covered the team and were there and we're inside Berea, like there's so much that I don't know about. There's so much that
0: my coworkers don't know about. Like, it's just yeah. like, that is. I love the I, fact that they came out with that article. what Was it last year where it just sort of like highlighted everything like behind the scenes of that season. Remember the, the yes, clip about like the, the, the porn was playing on <laughs> yes. them. Like, what was that? <laughs>
1: DP for dog pound, but like yeah. really we know what DPs are. <laughs> <We> get
3: them. <laughs> I I just I want someday to get a last dance-esque documentary about the Owen 16 Browns. And I want okay. that same amount
0: of access. If you could have a last dance documentary for either the Owen 16 Browns or I mean, yeah, Owen 16 would be good, but also like Just the Hugh Jackson era in itself, I think, would be very interesting. Yeah. Because that was the time where this power struggle seemed to be the strongest, you know? And I think there was even more than that article highlighted that we didn't know or see that was going on behind the scenes. So that would be very interesting. Or, so you could have the Hugh Jackson slash Owen 16 season, or you can have a Last Dance documentary of the Cavs Mm -hmm. in, like, 2017. My God,
3: that's, that's like having me choose between my, like, which children do I like better, you know, be like, tough, I don't, right? like, I don't have a, a child or children, but if I had more than one kid, that's like asking me to choose a favorite, right? like, Brie, what would you rather have, little dude or
1: Layla, <laughs> <laughs> right? but I gotta go with the just kidding I'm not gonna tell you that (laughs) um yeah because
3: like yeah because the the Hugh Jackson era I mean and if they did it every transition would have to have a bus in it in some way shape or form since Hugh Jackson was driving the bus he was driving Um, it he was certainly driving that bus um but my god the 2017 2018 Cavs might have been the like biggest dumpster fire in all of sports history true true
1: yeah, I mean Hugh Jackson's writing a book though, right? So that'll Isn't be interesting really? cuz yeah, cuz we're going to have to hear like we'll hear his side of the story, but maybe maybe more will come come out of that. You know, cuz like Ugh. I can only imagine what's going to be in that book and you have to think that there are going to be some people not happy with how they're portrayed or what. So yeah, I I think both scenarios are very interesting and I don't want to choose. Listen, we should just
0: get Todd Haley on the show yes, and have one. him spill the beans. I feel like we could probably Todd persuade Todd Haley to spill the beans. Yeah. You yeah. yes. so know, that's a book I would read. I don't know that I would actually sit, I actually know that I would not sit down and read a Hugh Jackson book.
3: <laughs> I mean, his interviews, because he's done a few, he's done, the, he's done another route of media recently. And Ugh. like, I... I think he lives on another plane. Like I think he literally lives in another dimension, and he crosses over into our timeline just to give like his perspective of the story that happened in like timeline two when we're living in like timeline five. Hmm. (laughs) Like, for those of you who are community fans out there, I feel like Brittany might be the only person
0: who got that reference. Darkest timeline. (laughs) Yeah. Are we in the darkest timeline? Oh, we're definitely in the darkest okay. timeline. This is the darkest. We are yeah. evil Troy and evil Abed. Yes.
1: <laughs> um,
0: Alright, we're getting way off track. No, here. no, okay. No, <laughs> no.
1: so, so the Miles Garrett contract signing, Meredith hit on this at the very beginning, but like, let's hmm. just say this one more time for the people in the back. Andrew Barry is not only a nerd, he is a football guy. But the even better thing about him is he is a really good combination of both mm-hmm. so there you have it you can debunk the theory that you can only be one andrew Barry is both there we, we have it. okay guys so-
0: we have the best gm in football we, i'm just gonna go on record and say i it.
3: agree i think we need to come up i we need new shirts jenna i hope you're still in the per- periscope because we need to have shirts that say football nerd
0: yeah. i just want a shirt with andrew Barry's face <laughs> on it like giant <laughs> That's it. It doesn't. I don't want to say anything. I just want his giant face all over my body, and actually, like a dress. That would be ideal. And I just showed up to Brown's game in this like gown with Andrew (laughs) Berry on it. A nightgown. I will be living my best life. Oh, and then I can put Stefanski on the back. There there
1: you go. You got to figure it out. Like a sandwich, Daddy. (laughs) Um, So, (laughs) so, and like it's been a while. So. Can we just talk about too, like, and we've talked about this too with the Browns before It's just how they've continued to pave the way for um, diversity in the NFL. So before the miles Garrett contract signing was announced today, they did announce that they um, hired on um, the first coach recipient of the bill Willis coaching fellowship, who happens to be a man named Ashton Grant. So this was kind of something that they announced earlier in the day um, brand new just started essentially allows um the opportunity to give minorities a position in the nfl from the offensive side of the ball which i love i think this is great Mm -hmm. because the nfl has outlined that they have a problem um that there aren't enough black coaches specifically on the offensive side or in leadership positions in the nfl so the browns are essentially they're talking the talk you guys like talking the talk walking the walk like this is exactly what you love to see Um, So a little bit about him, and and he has obviously great um, experience already from the college side. Um, He was a quality control coach at Holy Cross College. um, And and the one thing I wanted to touch on about him, before his interview, he received the Browns playbook at 8 p.m. the night before his interview, okay? So his interview was scheduled for the following day at 3 p.m. He stayed up until 3 in the morning to memorize the entire playbook for his interviews oh the next day and I read that and I was like have I ever been that prepared for anything <laughs> in my entire life <laughs> like that's what I was just I was like I don't think I've ever put that much effort into anything <laughs> I
3: mean I pulled a few all-nighters in college but I mean that was <sighs> anytime I pulled an all-nighter it was always my own fault because I procrastinated on studying and then I looked and said oh crap I've got, like, 12 chapters to learn by tomorrow, so here we go. Sure. But, like, I'm sure if he got the playbook sooner than, what was it, 18 hours before the interview, I'm sure he would have been reading that thing nonstop. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, I was just really impressed with, like, not not only knowing the plays, comprehending them, like, because obviously he didn't sleep, so, like, you're also going on, like, being tired, um and having to digest all of this information and retain Seriously, it yeah. for the next day. I mean, hell, I would have hired him right then. <laughs> it's like, literally, <laughs> i was being like, what is this play? What happens? I'd be like, you're hired. Like, that's all I need to know.
0: <laughs> if somebody well, my if they held a gun about- to my head and they're like, Brittany, do exactly this. I'd be like, all right, just shoot me. This is never gonna work out. I was gonna yes. say, my favorite thing about the, um, the XFL
3: was the coaches were mic'd up on the sidelines, so you could hear them calling plays. And I feel like I've got a pretty high like, football literacy in knowing and understand what's going on on the field. And I'm hearing these coaches call these plays, and I'm just like, what language is that? Yeah. Because that is not a language that I speak.
1: Yeah. So excited to see like kind of what comes of this, but props to the Browns again for obviously taking the lead um, in the NFL on, on this. So good job Browns. Again, we continue to win the off season. So have you ever
0: been more proud of this team no. than you are like in the past couple of months? Cause I can't honestly say that I have like, and it, they, it's crazy because there's no football going on, but like they still continue to do things and they still continue to find ways to just make me super happy. Also, one thing that I, I don't think I saw on the rundown, and I want to talk about real quick.
1: Yeah, please. You see,
0: this is big news, guys. Big, big day for the blondes. Um, OBJ is going back blonde. Yes! Did you see this? Yes. Did you I saw see that. his
1: quote about it? Mm-hmm. No, about being let, blonde?
0: Let me read it to you because I felt it in my soul. <laughs> I love a blonde OBJ. Like oh, that, I think that was his
1: problem last year.
0: People don't understand. This is what he said. I understand the game now. And he said a lot more, but this I'm just this is a little quote that I loved. I understand the game now. And that's why you see the blonde back. There's nothing you can tell me. Sassy. <laughs>
3: I'm hot again. <laughs> it makes me want to go and dye my hair blonde because I just, a, I Listen, just want to have like I want that kind of difference. energy. I want that I have, kind of energy. I have
0: been way sassier since Jenna fixed my hair. I'll have everyone know.
3: Jenna, way you're dyeing my hair blonde. That's what, that's what we're doing. <laughs> we're going blonde. I just, I just
0: want to know what it's like to be that powerful man i'm so happy that obj is going back on. welcome back my love love i'm so so
1: i'm so hyped now like can the season start like tomorrow also baker retweeted miles um contract extension was like let's get it man and i was like let's "Let's Mm -hmm. let's go
0: let's go i
1: know Um, everything
0: everything is turning up browns yes
1: (laughs) smart people Um, do smart things that's right keep staying smart all right, well, I want to talk a little bit about the, um, the NBA because this is another league that I am so infatuated with right now, and it really literally only has to do with the bubble life. <laughs> so,
3: the bubble life, oh my gosh.
1: The bubble life. Um, first of all, NBA NBA Twitter specifically is like one of the most fun um, mm. groups to follow. Everyone's super petty. The players are petty. Yes. Um NBA Twitter's a hot mess. Like there's so much yes. drama always happening. <laughs> but now like the league is living in a bubble together and they can't leave or they get quarantined. So my plea to the NBA is, can we please just make this a 24/7 filmed reality show? Because like this is gold. And also, let's not forget JR Smith is living in this bubble, you guys. <laughs>
3: is he there? Yes, yeah, JR oh, Smith is my in the bubble.
1: Oh
0: my! I saw so, the JJ Reddit footage where he's like in those little kiddie pools, like shotgunny beers and stuff. <laughs> I saw a lot of people this is fishing exactly today. What we mean. Yeah, did like see- I would watch this before I'd watch baseball. You know yes, what I mean? Exactly. Like, this is much more entertaining. So like,
3: me. so like Big Brother style. And honestly, I feel like that would be like the best way to make up for lost revenue because they can put you know some of it online for free every single day. But if they did like the lot, the big brother, 24 hour live stream, mm-hmm. you know, charge it, you know, it, like for people who um, are subscribers to like NBA TV and have their like league pass. Yeah. Yes. Let them yes. In. And then, yeah, you can, you can buy NBA league pass and watch it. And then boom, there's, there's your revenue that you yes. lost from your, your TV deals from not being able to have fans in the bubble. There you go. Problem solved. Yeah. I that was a, NBA.
1: Yes. I was a big brother. Like, summer season watcher i don't know if you guys watched big brother during the summers but like me and my entire family did and that's obviously not happening happening this year because of covid but like exactly to your point meredith like just film the nba like just film what is happening like jr smith was giving a tour of his room in the bubble um i saw earlier today troy daniels posted a mirror a mirror selfie and he was like all dressed up and like decked out And J.R. Smith commented and was like, where are you going? And Troy Daniels responded, to the lobby for a drink and then I'll be back. I mean, like, this is just, like, gold. So I Did you see
0: the other day when someone, like, um, they said, oh, don't worry, we can get Uber Eats delivered? And then they got, like, in trouble for doing that, so they had to, like, isolate.
1: They walked out of the bubble and then they were like, you're quarantined for 10 days. (laughs) and then he he, he was like
0: um never mind no we can't and then I saw one of the uh I don't know if I don't know who she is and I don't want to like disrespect her but she might have been like a groupie of some sort yeah and she was like tweeting about oh we're not supposed to be in the bubble but I got an invite and I'm just like I want to know everything about what's (laughs) happening in this (laughs) little world that we're not allowed to
3: see I want to know how they got into the bubble because I've got some friends in there like some media friends in there right now and I was talking to Um, One of my colleagues earlier this week and he drove like he drove to Disney and he said when he Mm -hmm. got there He had to surrender his keys to NBA security like because they're like Yeah, because they're like serious of you are not allowed to leave the bubble So he got there. He had to give security his keys and then he got to the hotel room He got his tests and he's not allowed to leave his hotel room until his tests come back negative So he's just like he's in the like, yeah He can't even leave his hotel room and I was like, oh my god, I would go I would go so stir crazy if, yeah. if I did that, I'd be like, can someone deliver some dumbbells from the gym downstairs just <laughs> so I can like work out in my room or something? So I think um, for the players themselves, their quarantine period is over, which is why they're able to go out and do things. I, I forget who it was. I saw
0: someone on like a water slide today. Yeah, I think that was uh, JJ Reddick. He's like doing yeah. all kinds of water activity. I want to go on the water slide, <laughs> which historically I don't like him, but like for the past week or so I've been a fan, you know?
1: Can I tell you, Okay, so you love Deshaun Kaiser. I was huh. obsessed with JJ Reddick. I can one hundred percent see that. <laughs> I think that I named myself in like a March Madness bracket, Mrs. Reddick.
2: Oh my! <laughs> I had his. Yeah,
1: I know it was bad. Did you have like JJ. a hamster or a goldfish that you named JJ?
3: No, I to did go not. Al- to go along with um, Brady,
1: your dog. Okay. There it is. <laughs>
0: I love Brady. I love Brady. I do. (laughs) Do you guys want to know who my first college basketball crush was? Yes. You're not even going to know who it is. I guarantee it. Because it's such an obscure name that like probably nobody even remembers.
1: Okay. He played
0: for UCLA. His name was Jordan Farmer. Do you guys know who that is? No, I don't think so. Oh my gosh. I can't believe I've never talked about him. Well, I, I can't believe it because he's sort of like, he, he signed with the Lakers a little bit ago, and then, it, oh, I think he worked out with the Cavs, like, back in 2017, oh, maybe. I got so excited, but then it just <laughs> never panned out. But you have to look him up, because you'll look at him and be like, yes, this makes total sense. This is, this is exactly. This is right. our guy. This is yeah. our guy. Jordan Farmar, that was my JJ
3: Redick. Brie, I am. Um, I was always a Kwame Brown stand. This was back before the one and done rule, so he didn't even go to college. He went straight straight from high school. Played for the Wizards. He played for the Wizards with Michael Jordan and Tyronn Lue and Christian Letner, and like one of the greatest basketball teams on paper. That was just like the worst on the court ever. And I heard stories that he used to get like bullied by Michael Jordan, and like he ate Fruit Loops for dinner. Like he was such a strange character. And he never, he like, he never panned out in the NBA. And I think it was either a year or two after he got into the NBA, they instituted the one and done rule um, of having to spend at least one year in college before mm-hmm. you could go into the NBA draft. And I was, I was upset. He never panned out. Cause I remember my brother and I both being like massive fans of his when, Aww. when he
1: came to the wizards. Yeah. I have a random Michael Jordan story. Well, it's, it's in regards to little dude. Um, it's totally off topic. But when you said Michael Jordan, it reminded me, so um for whatever reason you know little dude is obsessed with baker mayfield but mm. for whatever reason like michael jordan has captured his heart and i have no idea like why i mean he he watches Aww. space jam sometimes that's probably why and he got his first pair of like jordan shoes but um yesterday <laughs> yesterday i told him to put a sink in the bowl and he came like running as fast as he could and slam dunked it into the sink and said michael jordan oh my gosh so now every time he like does anything he will slam dunk things and say michael jordan and he also thinks that michael jordan is his cousin so i just i I don't know like where this is coming from but he is he's certain he's related to him so um, the innocence of children
0: what a little prince
1: Oh man. I love him so much. I love, I love little kids and like little kid logic
3: because to them, it makes perfect sense. Like in their mind, everything makes total sense. But like to us out here, we're like, okay, okay, Michael Jordan's
1: your cousin. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we're just going to go with that. (laughs) All right. Well, we will shift gears to the MLB, um, a little bit because, um, so the Indians still don't have a new name. Um, mm-hmm. I'm honestly, I'm so sick of hearing people's opinions on names. Meredith, I think you share the same, uh, thoughts oh on that. God. Um, yeah. but please elaborate. Cause you wrote some comments in here about the names, but I have to admit you guys, I've been really hard on the MLB, but I am excited for baseball to come back now. And and this all hit me like a week ago because I was watching my nephews, like kid pitch nine and under league and i was like man i really miss sports (laughs) and (laughs) i i am ready to watch some like real baseball and not nine-year-olds playing baseball it's fair i'm just gonna
0: stay quiet meredith go ahead
1: (laughs) (laughs) do you feel like i betrayed you after after,
0: no 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 but after (laughs) meredith i do want to um talk about the names just a little bit Okay, well, I mean, first of all,
3: I, my hot take is that I don't know that the Indians are actually going to change their name. Because if you, re- if you read the memo, it, it was the same thing that the that Washington football team said was, we're reviewing the name change and we're going to choose the best path moving forward. Like the most generic BS you could ever hear. And then Washington and Dan Snyder came out on Monday and said officially, okay, yes, we are going to change our name. The Indians haven't done that um, and until they do that I don't know that they're actually going to change their name they could just be doing the well we're thinking about it we're thinking about changing the name so I think that's for one thing so the name Indian is, is it's not gone yet and one of the reasons why I am doubtful is because and this isn't just for major league sports teams this is any company ever that wants to change their name it is really expensive because your branding, your buildings, your merchandise, your letterheads, like literally every little thing that you don't even think about. You know, your Mm -hmm. email addresses, like everything has to change. And if the Indians are out here saying, well, we can't even afford to to pay one of the best players in baseball right now, we can't afford to keep Frankie. Like, Mm -hmm. do you think that they're gonna be able to afford to change their name? Um, and also with Dan Snyder, he had financial incentive to change the name because FedEx threatened to pull out Muriel Bowser said they're not going to be allowed to play in DC as long as they're called, you know, the name that they currently have. Um, I think Nike pulled all of their merchandise off their store. I think maybe Dix did it too. I'm not sure, but I know like Walmart pulled all their stuff off the shelf. So Dan Snyder is like literally seeing money getting flushed down the drain if he doesn't change the name. So he is, whereas the Indians don't have any financial incentive right now because no big financial backer has said, well, we're not going to support you as long as you're called the Indians. So there's just, there's a lot that I'm seeing that's pointing towards them not changing the name. Because I mean, a press release saying, well, we're reviewing it doesn't mean
0: anything. You know? I feel like they will, um, only because, you know, yeah, the financial incentive is not there, but we've and I'm just going to be totally honest. I'm not like totally gung-ho for anything. Like I don't have a, I'm not super passionate about any of this, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to changing the name. um, Because I, I just don't care, you know, if the Indians are called, you know, the Cleveland trash bags, as long <laughs> as Cleveland's in that name, I'm going to be like, yeah, that's my yeah. name. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, yeah, I just, it, it can be called anything, but as like, where we are in 2020 and you know the political climate and i think they maybe financially they don't have you know they can afford to keep it but i don't think they can afford to keep it yeah. much longer you yeah know for pub- I mean? yeah. Just like, yeah for public just relations things, reasons. Mm-hmm. uh like a national branding thing yeah even if you know most people don't find it defensive and they're like oh they're being nitpicky whatever and i don't again i'm not going to get into all of that but I'm just saying, I think that they will change it. I think that, you know, you've reached a time, it, it could be exciting. Like, you know what I mean? If they did it right, they could sort of rebrand themselves, which would be exciting, which is something that I think the Cleveland Indians need to do. I think they needed to do it for years. You know, this could be like a, a, a fresh slate, just starting over, something new, something exciting. Um, so number one, I don't like the name spiders. That's something I will not get on board with. And okay, I'm just so gonna I, talk to myself here because you guys don't want to talk. about
3: the the no, no, thing. No, so no, you can say talk about it. <laughs> but think about so think about how fun the team could be in October around Halloween if they're named the spiders. Okay,
0: I mean, like, yeah, I'm a super fan of Halloween and October. I know that's how I'm trying to like. But push here's it. the thing, I feel like with the spiders. And this is all coming from, like, you know, my marketing brain. So when it comes to spiders, number one, they're not universally well-liked. It's not like people love spiders, you know what I mean? I feel like they – when was that the name, like, back in the ni- early 1900s? Yeah, I think correct? 1915, okay. I believe, was when they changed so, like, the name they from the spiders to the Indians. They didn't know better back then. They are just like, oh, yeah, spiders, cool, <laughs> you know? Like, they don't know. Um, but I feel like now, when you look at it, that looks like something – that's like very juvenile at its core. Like, if you told a, a child, hey, what kind of team would you like? They'd be like, ah, I want the Spiders. Like, you know what I mean? So, Spiders is out. I'm all out on Spiders. I said last week that I liked the Blue Sox, which I just think would be really cool. I think, you know, when you think of baseball and the tradition of it all and how it's, you know, oh, America's pastime and you have the Red Sox and the White Sox and they're all like very historic. It's like anytime Sox is in something, it's like ingrained in Major League Baseball. And I think the only way Major League Baseball has a chance is to sort of stay in their lane and go back to, you know, what worked. So adding sentiment, adding like a hint of romance into something, keeping it classic, bringing something back and making it new. This is all stuff that Major League Baseball should be doing. Um, So that was one of mine. But I do think it's going to be the Guardians. That's just the feeling mm. I have. I think that fits the city. Um, you know, as far as like, it, it just fits. That's what if I had to guess. And guys, I've been right a lot this year. That's true. Ooh,
3: yeah. So, so I'm pretty saying roll. the Guardians.
0: That's what I'm. That's probably what I'll hitch my wagon yes, to.
3: Um, speaking the Guardians. Speaking from the point of view of someone who has lived through a team name change, because my basketball team went from the Bullets to the Wizards. Um, I remember. I want to say, cause we didn't really have like sports, sports radio back, back then. We did have talk radio because my mom and I used to listen to the show called Don and Mike and it was terrible, but people were calling in all the time. And I think, I want to say it was like sea C, C dogs or something like that was like the popular name. It's what everyone wanted. It's what everyone was calling in about. It's what all the newspaper was, were, were saying. And we're like, okay, yeah, I think we can get on board. And like people start getting attached to that idea because they hear it over and over and over again. And I think that's what's happening with the spiders, the guardians, whatever. People are hearing it over and over and over again, and they're getting attached to that idea. But then all of a sudden, the organization comes out, and they're like, "Oh, we're the wizards. And I'm like, to this day, I don't know how that represents Washington, D.C., but okay. So I, that's, that's what's going to happen with the Indians if they decide to change their name, is people will have good ideas, people will have bad ideas. You'll hear one that starts to gain steam, like, Cleveland Spiders is pretty popular right now. A lot of people seem to be okay with that, but then they're going to do whatever they want. What honestly. about the Cleveland Baseball Club? Because that's gained some steam. I like that too, because I agree with you. I think as long as it says Cleveland on mm-hmm. it,
0: that's all that matters. I kind of like Cleveland Baseball Club just because it's, I don't know, it's simple Classics. and like, yeah, it's weird, but like in a cute way, like it's sort of folksy <laughs> I, and I
1: don't know. I it told fits it. Cleveland. We talked about this a little bit on the show last night, um, and I was saying like, Cleveland Baseball Club to me though sounds like a little league, like all-star team <laughs> you know, like, in the nine and under league. Like let's, let's pick all the best players from one team and put them on, um, another team. Um, I actually like the spiders, um, because I like Spider-Man, but I guess maybe this is because I have kids and like they, they view, like they're very intrigued by spiders. They're a little bit scary, but also like very curious and Spider-Man mm-hmm. obviously has superpowers it came from a spider, so I am intrigued by that um, that whole side of the thing. But, like, it would be cool if we had Spider-Man as a mascot. Yeah, I mean,
3: Tom Holland is already a fan of the Browns, so I'm yes, sure. Like, yes. here's, my
0: other, here's my other issue with the spiders, too. Like, I saw, like, mock-up logos and, like, hats and stuff, and I don't feel like there's a way to make it not look like, like some toolish energy drink. You know, yeah. so I mean, you don't like like the sea. Yeah, with it would like would have the to be little like good What design. are they like? Arm? What are spider arms called? Legs,
1: legs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Those, <laughs> like the
0: creepy legs just hanging down, and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like monster, and en- it's just none of just, it works for me.
1: Yeah, I could see Frankie like being Spider-Man, which that also makes me really sad because Frankie probably won't in Cleveland for much longer.
3: So the, the one name, the one name, I have not said this publicly because I know it's never going to happen, but I would vote for the Cleveland llamas and offer up my cat <laughs> as the mascot. My cat's name is llama.
1: I love <laughs> llama. Llamas. Llamas. <laughs> I like alliteration. So like, I like Cleveland with the C, like Cleveland calves. Like I, I love the, the CC. So mm. I, I've already said this multiple times. I like the Cleveland clouds. (laughs) Because Cleveland is often cloudy. It is is synonymous with Cleveland. And they can also be scary. Like, they cause storms. So anyway, that... (laughs) You wanna hear the worst name that I heard of that has alliteration? <laughs> <loud? laughs> no, the Commodore.
3: <laughs> it might be now. No, we had oh, someone call wow. we had someone call into our show uh, last week, I think. And they were saying that because Cleveland is known for its medical field and the Cleveland Clinic and and how um, you know, and how it's one of the best hospital systems in the world, to pay homage to that by being the Cleveland cadavers.
1: Oh um, wow. that was a
3: yeah, that was a real suggestion That's that I gross. heard come out of a person a human being's mouth actually said that okay clouds is better than that
1: okay (laughs) people are like getting on me about the clouds like think of how cute that cloud mascot would be listen we can have clouds or we
0: can have spiders Free. there is no in between
1: (laughs) okay jenna i will buy a cleveland cloud shirt from you you will sell one of them (laughs) (laughs) i want it to be raining with lightning okay anyway
3: See, but anytime you say cloud, it makes me think of, oh gosh, what was that the name of that show? Cloud Nine, cloudy was a, right? Oh, oh I no. thought you were going
1: to say Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs.
3: Oh, Superstore. That was the name of the show. That, we're like the main store they work oh, in. It's yeah, called Cloud Nine. Yeah. yeah. The Cleveland Superstores. Cloud okay. Nine. <laughs> this is how I feel every day of my life when we get phone call after phone call after phone call of, I've got a name. i got a name for the... i got a name. i got a name. Okay, okay. I
0: get it. You have a name. Go tweet it at me so I can ignore it. Listen, I want the Blue Sox. That's my final wish. It's not going to happen, but that's what I want. Cleveland's probably, the Indians are probably going to do something stupid. I don't know what, I can't predict what exactly they're going to do, but if I had to guess, they're going to do something stupid with this. They're going to
3: they're oh. call themselves the Cleveland Dolans.
1: Oh my oh, God. Oh no, no. Or
3: no, they're no. going to do, or they're going to like go the the Washington DC route and be like, we're gonna be the Cleveland centaurs because centaurs refer, you know, like, okay, let's choose a myth- mythical creature for no reason whatsoever. Washington wizards. The unicorns, I'd yeah, be okay Cleveland, with that. Cleveland unicorns. Why like, not? Just unicorn. <laughs> I mean I mean, about only, only if they're like all rainbow all the time. Only if they're rainbow all the time. Man, do you, could you imagine the marketing potential if they were the unicorns and everything was like rainbow and sparkling narwhals, like narwhals are also
1: very popular. There's
3: already a theme song
1: for the narwhals. An, I, I mean I'm into it. All right. I, I can't anymore. It's too much. Can't, can't do this sober. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Uh guys, this is all we have for you tonight. We we got to touch on a lot of fun topics tonight. Um And so happy to have Jarvis join us earlier. So we will make sure we download that for anyone that tuned in a little bit late uh, live with us on Periscope. But you guys can catch us um, on Apple or Spotify or Stitcher tomorrow. We will have that episode ready for you. Um, please don't forget to rate and review us um, on your streaming service Um, that is how we can stay afloat here with our podcast we appreciate you tuning in tonight with us live having some fun we missed you last week and uh, we will be back next week see you then